0: That is Selena Gomez and back to you on Today FM. Exactly half 10 in the morning. Alison Curtis with you. Weekend breakfast before that was Coldplay and BTS and my universe. Now, this is so exciting for all of us in studio guests. Gordon Darcy, how are you? Good morning. Yeah, pretty good. Great. Paul Howard, how are you?
1: Fantastic, Alison. Yeah. This won't
0: be as glitchy as the last time we were on. <laughs> we're
1: here. We're live in the studio. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. Yeah.
0: And I was saying the last guest was Catherine Thomas in March 2020. So it's been quite some time. Oh my God. I mean, we've had guests since then, but in yeah, studio, but in obviously. Studio, wow. Yeah. It's a sense Honoured. of normality yes, is returning. It the is. walking yeah.
2: from Oregon feels justified. In <laughs>
0: <laughs> and actually, we have little, uh, little gifts for both of you sitting in front to view our weekend breakfast they show branded cups wonderful. uh just yeah, to celebrate the fact that we've got people in the studio well, given
2: the gallons of coffee i drink <laughs> yeah, so come yeah. in very very useful
0: um <laughs> now next take a picture of yourself and post it thank you gordon um, <laughs> so gordon's game lions roar it's the third series in the series of books and gordon do you think that like when this all started a few years ago did you envision even say before writing the first one going could you imagine sitting here going this is our third and largest longest book Um,
2: like when we sat down and started uh figuring out how we were going to do this and that we, we we got through that bit when we figured out the kind of the, the rules of the of the world that the characters were going to exist in we started going through all the stories and, and where they were going to go and yeah like it, it kind of took it took a life of its own and we kind of There's almost too much stuff to put in, and we had to kind of siphon stuff off and say, okay, well, if we get a second book and third book, we'll we'll put them into that, and um, yeah, and there's probably still more in us, um, but
0: uh, it's a serious accomplishment, like it really, really is. And did it actually start from? And just going, kind of going back, but your sister suggesting yeah, there's yeah, a kids like we were book
2: really, there. We were out, um, so um, out for a walk with my uh, two kids at the time, and uh, she just said, you know, it would be really funny to write a kind of a you know parody of your thing as a, as a kids <laughs> book, and we were talking, you know, one of those five or six page kind of uh, things, you know, to, uh, yeah, a, a short one, and I, I genuinely. I kind of had an idea that kind of started something in my head and I was like going, who who could actually take what's in my head and mm-hmm. bring it to life and I reached out to that man and once he figured out I wasn't trying to write an autobiography <laughs> he returned <laughs> he, he, eventually, he eventually re- returned my call and I kind of pitched the idea to him he said I love it he said, Let me let me talk to a few people and then he came back to me and said, Listen, yeah, I think there's something in this.
0: Yeah. But Paul, you've always been very honest in saying that it's not like a, a celebrity, mm. you know, ghostwriter or whatever. Like it's mm. it's like Gordon's contributing massively, like it's his ideas and it's yeah. a it's a proper partnership in that I mean, way. I'm
1: so impressed by by the way Gordon approaches these books because he doesn't he doesn't just tell me what to write and send me away to do the work. He uh, he comes to each book with ideas, mm-hmm. and w- you know where he has you know firm ideas about where he wants the character to go. Often the books end up with Gordon being the hero, as it happens. <laughs> so you know, I think you know what, Gordon, I think he might mess up in this book. No, 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 no. He's going to be the hero. Um, but Gordon comes to it with with copious amounts of notes, um, and he's involved right the way through the process. So while you know while I'm doing the typing, Gordon is also typing as well. So he's he's you know, throw in ideas, scenarios from match hmm. situations. He will say, No, I don't think that would happen in a match, but we played a match for a Leinster and this happened in it. I think that yeah. would be a good way to map out that match. And so he's involved right the way through.
0: Yeah. So but we are equal the, p-
1: completely equal partners in this.
0: Yeah, and you've always said that. Both of you have always said that. But that's the thing like, you know, Gordon, that it's based on like thing like it's based on your life, but you're putting mm. it into this really digestible, manageable format for younger people to enjoy.
2: Yeah, and I think this is probably something like, and again, we had lots of, not existential, but quite a broad conversations, Paul and I. They were
1: existential.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Quite broad conversations about um, some of the challenges and some of the fun things that we went through. Yeah. And really, when you kind of break down it to the the crux of it, the kids that are 8, 15, adults that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, Mm -hmm. 50s go through more or less <laughs> pointing the, to you, Paul. Was harsh, more or less the same challenges. They just come in different guises. Uh-huh. Um and I like you know, I think it's it's a testament to that man over there that he's able to, you know, get the idea that's in my head and the way I want to portray it down on paper that makes sense in, in the way. Mm. So for some of the challenges it is a little bit harder, but the fun stuff is very easy because the stuff that Professional athletes do. They live in a in a child's world in a lot of ways because a lot of the stuff they do is pretty dumb. And if you and again when you write that through a <laughs> an autobiography, it's yeah. But when you write it in, a, in yeah. a kid's book, it's pretty funny. But
0: there's a lot of things like that that you know, was talking about, say hiding in a locker to scare somebody and jump out and stuff like. That. I was like, should I have been a professional rugby player because I find all that stuff funny. And <laughs> oh, that's what you're you were doing. Shane
2: stayed in the closet and We were staying in the St. Park Hotel. He was to scare Jordan Murray who was incredibly jumpy. yeah, it just really really jumpy and he stayed in the <laughs> uh, closet for like at least 20-25 minutes because he was coming back to the pool and all he did is jump out and just go danger <laughs> and like you could hear the shout down the corridor and everybody's just knickers <laughs> laughing but see I would find that hilarious yeah. as well and I like, like
1: that he invested that in it because oh, a good joke go a good hard. Practical hard. joke is worth investing time yeah. in. oh in absolutely shadow. Yeah. yeah
0: and scaring somebody is always going to be funny ah, that's but you write well actually I think it was you Paul that was saying that you know everything embarrassing that happened to Gordon is in the book like is there is there honestly moments where you're like I couldn't include that yeah
2: well (laughs) even the stuff that's in there I just kind of when I read it yeah like you know (laughs) like my kids um, and are going to read these when they're older and they're inevitably going to ask me about them and just like
1: oh and like I still go red
2: now thinking about some of the stuff we we get asked at children's events
1: did you did you wear did you really wear fake tan when you played for uh, Leinster, and did you really dye yeah, yeah, your hair green? And did you really wear golden boots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gordon and has to say yes, yes, yes. yes and yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's endearing, and that's what you know—the character. Well, you as a person, but the character is—that's what makes it endearing for everybody. Yeah, and I think, like,
2: geez, in the in the world we live in, people are so uh, can be so caught up in trying to curate a, a, a life that to look perfect. It's mm-hmm. not. Nobody is a perfect life. But the things that you experience, all the stuff. You do today, stuff you do tomorrow, stuff you've done over the years make you who you are, who Absolutely. you are, and part of your character. And there's, you know, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it, is, it is exactly that. I am the person I am today is um, because of all of these experience, the good, the bad, the indifferent, all of that bring me to who they are today. So you can't, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not the road less traveled,
1: it's just my road. And, and I, the thing about Gordon, sorry, Alison, no. the, the thing about Gordon's career is it's perfect for, for this this kind of a telling of a story because there's so many learning moments. You know? And cock that's what I was about to the, say, yeah, say. So many <laughs> cock-ups.
0: <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. I think that more than anything, the books, like not just the, the current one, Lion's War, but the previous two, is there's so many moments in it that kids can take the the lesson from and apply it to their own lives.
1: Yeah, especially in the in the first book mm. when, when Gordon loses it all, when everything's gone to his head and he becomes... You know this little superstar in his head, and he's eating chips, and he's going out to (laughs) nightclubs as a kid. Flash Barry, (laughs) (laughs) thanks to his agent Flash Barry, Um, that's a that's a real learning moment because he does have to go away as Gordon did in real life and have to, you know, re-examine how he was living and say right now I'm going to come back. And Mm -hmm. Gordon did after I think three or four years out out of the Ireland team, yeah, and came back stronger. And is perfect for it is. For I remember you saying that at the that, time. You know, and say that's.
0: You've just mentioned somebody actually, Paul, that everyone's interested in. Flash is Dylan Moore, <laughs> says, "Is he real? <laughs> he's a character that's come back into this book. Yeah, he's back in this book,
2: um, and he's back to his old old uh, tricks. tricks. He comes back with his tail between his legs, really humble, really contrite, <laughs> and he just can't help himself. <laughs> um, so, is he is he real? He listen. He is he is real. He's." Um, a reflection of all the decisions I had to make at various points uh, in my career and a lot of them
1: were not the right choice to do. Yeah, okay. Nothing it's, bad, nothing malicious in it. You know that you have, a de- you have the angel on one yes. shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder and <laughs> the angel saying, do the right thing and the devil's going, boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, Flash Barry is the devil and I'll he's, he's back, he is back with a
0: bang. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's so good. Um, Paul, as well, like you know, the myth is about, and this is obviously directed to you as well, Gordon, but like writing for kids, everyone's like, yes, yeah, simple language. It's, a, it's a, mm. such an art form and, you know, you did your own thing This year with Aldrin Adams, and you cracked it. So, is it really challenging?
1: Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, It's, but I mean, one of the good things about writing for kids is. And and Gordon and I got so hung up at the start of this process on yeah, but a twelve-year-old kid playing rugby with adults with grown men Mm -hmm. like are we gonna are kids gonna believe that? And what you discover when you start writing for kids is once you tell them the rules, once you're saying this is the way he's a you know he's a talking dinosaur or he's a he's a wizard in a school full of other wizards, kids just go okay now tell me the story, and that's one of the great things. But but it is it is tough because. You, you don't want to patronise kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and then, you, you know, you have to be careful with, you know, the, the, the language you use, you know, the size of the words you use is obviously a consideration, but you don't want to kind of oversimplify. You want to give yeah. them something that's challenging. Um, you need a lot more dramatic Twists as well, and yeah. so so it's it is a lot different to to writing Ross. There would be a lot less swearing involved in the
2: children's <laughs> book, a for instance, than there would be in a Ross or Carol book. But it's, it's it's like in this book, like I broke my arm, and there was an awful lot of challenges that I had to go through, both mentally and yeah, emotionally and physically in, in, in that process. And that's something we wanted to incorporate into this about because one of the things that happens is when you're injured, you have to watch somebody else. Play yeah. in your position, and you have to find. You have to understand all the emotions that come with all yeah. of that. And again, so I can give this story to Paul and say, "Listen, I think this is a great thing. We should use it." He has to then go and say, "How do I now? I take this
1: really good story and weave it through the characters, the people, like,
0: yeah, into is, a language, as well as the
1: the humor in the books." um there there's great insights for for kids as well into how professional sport works so yes. for instance you know gordon's talking about breaking his arm there and gordon told me some an amazing thing that you're refer, referred to on tour if you're injured as a food bill oh. because you're there just you don't contribute anything you don't contribute and, and you're just kind you of TV eating the food though. and i just thought that was it's a so cool but it, but but in sport that's just the way in professional sport that's just the way you're you're yeah, looked you're, at you and you, you can't cast take on the side you, you it. cast on the heap until you can contribute.
0: Yeah, and you have to learn how to cope with that. And again, mm-hmm. it's something that's you know in the books and lessons that kids can take away from them. It, they're, it's excellent. It's so good. It's so nice to have you both in studio as well. We have a message from Laura for you both.
1: I really like Alden Adams because. It's fun, it's imaginative, it involves cheese, which makes me hungry when I was reading it. Sorry, Gordon Darcy. I haven't read your book,
0: but I'm sure it's good. But I'm a Munster fan. Hey! <laughs>
2: that's, that's me back in my box. Shreya, how did you say anything about back
1: in my box? <laughs> we, did a, we did an event yesterday for some schools in Munster, and Gordon was asked, Would you have ever played for Munster if it came up? <laughs> and I think the kids wanted him to say, Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to go around absolutely not I would rather have retired <laughs> and I went good on you Gordon
0: oh <laughs> uh, continued success it's such a wonderful thing you're thanks, such Alison. a wonderful partnership as well which I think is also impressive for people to see and young people to see as well coming from different disciplines coming together and creating something it's in shops it's a brilliant Gordon's Game Lions Roar, we'll podcast all of this I thank you both so much for your time this thank morning you. thanks, thanks so much. A lot, thank Alison. you. thank, thank
1: you. you Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis and Cabri there's a glass and a half